Welcome to the We Will Fix It podcast, a potaholic show. Colin Thomas from We Will Fix It Dubai and Essential Maintenance Dubai. He's here and we're going to pick up where we left off on kitchens. We're going to talk about renovations. Who knows? Tiles, appliances, electricity, air con. I imagine airflow and a whole bunch more. You know what? As I said before, when Chuck Norris is doing any work on his place, he calls Colin first. This is the We Will Fix It show coming to you from the Rove Podcast Studio right here in the Rove Hotel downtown. And that means it's time for us to kick things off. Colin, <laughs> we're back. We're not just back. We're back with brand new equipment, I know, aren't we? It's pretty awesome, isn't it's it? Absolutely spanky. And this room... Is spectacular as far as I'm concerned. No, I completely agree. I mean, we've got space for what? We can fit another 10 or 12 in here, can't we? Hey, I've just noticed the mics that are up on the um, the bar stand well, over there as well. Because we can go and record on the other side. So those of you who are listening, we've got multiple setups, as, as well as the comfy couch chairs over here oh, yes. that we can move microphones over. So the, the idea of this podcast studio is that you've got multiple setups. We're also filming for us on YouTube. So if you're watching on YouTube, hello. And... There's all these great setups, and it's just a wonderful room, and it's all at the Rove. And, you know, you come in if you want water and stuff. Of course, number one rule of any studio, keep water as far away from any equipment as you can. So I'm never really being able to say, oh, do you want some water and coffee? It's like, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and inevitably, you know, you bring in some food. And I, I used to do this show, a cooking show, years ago, at least, let's say I was 12 years on, a, on ARN, and it was probably six years in. Okay. I did a cooking show with Chef Andy, and Chef Andy would bring in a plate of delectables every show. Nice. Yeah, the problem was you couldn't eat any of it because inevitably if you ate the stuff, which was, you know, and it always smelled good, it tastes Ooh. good, but you eat it, and then you got to talk. It gets caught in the back of your throat, you know, it's like, oh, God. <laughs> so it was horrible because I, it was, I mean, it was horrible in a good way because all the food would be there, but you didn't want to eat it. And then, you know, you're eating something, you know, I, I mean, I, I remember one time he brought in like a sticky toffee pudding yeah, and you know, he gets on your hands and then it's on the console and then you need a drink and oh, it was. You're such a professional. <laughs> I would have gone just face down, you know? Whatever happens, happens. You might not hear anything from me for the next five minutes, oh, but it will have been worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect segue, that. Chef Andy Kitchens, Talking Studios, yes. into the ongoing life of your looking for a home. Now, over the last two months, you've literally been looking for a villa. You've, you've found villas. You've designed kitchens and outdoor spaces. That's fallen through. You've gone back to looking for a villa. In the meantime, you've gotten rid of outdoor things, a pergola, a, a climbing frame. That's over weeks ago. All sorts of things. Then, I'm giving the synopsis here, you found it. yet another villa, and this one sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. You know, we're moving on Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, man. That's like really soon. Yeah, I know. Well, the logistics are absolutely incredible because now I've got two properties. So I need to make sure that my uh, current landlord kindly gives me my deposit back. So part of my... I can't imagine he won't. I can. <laughs> um, um, yeah, landlords, isn't it? Landlords. But, but like this is, this is Colin Thomas from We Will Fix It Dubai who's had exceptional property maintenance. Exactly. I mean... And I'm still worried. Which yeah. gives you an idea about um, 
you know, scenario. So let's put it that way. Yeah. I'll be very careful on my wording here. Yeah, yeah. But the house has been looked after within an inch of its life. It's, um, it, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty incredible. But part of my contractual obligation was apparently last year, my landlord was worried that we had a, a new dog yeah. um, who is wool. So he isn't right, able right. to shed. And that was the whole point of why yeah. our gold-plated dog had to come from Italy, because my son's <laughs> allergy issues. So there is no chance whatsoever. He's not just a hypoallergenic. Well, actually, there's no such thing as hypoallergenic. But were there to be hypoallergenic, yeah. then Rolo, the Lugotta Romeola, whatever that is, would be the most hypoallergenic dog in the world, literally. Spectacular. However, my landlord insisted that I put a, he put a clause in the contract last year, uh, which was um, that all ducks had to be cleaned within the last week of occupation due to the dog. Oh, come on. Unbelievable. Yeah. Now, as it is, we've had not the greatest year with our uh, last landlord. And on that basis, Natalie was like, are you really going to do this? Are you really? And I'm like, I absolutely am. Because I am contractually obliged, and for whatever other opinions we have, yeah. it's a contractual obligation, so yeah, I am yeah. going to do it without a doubt. And you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to service those units as well, so that when we leave, we can leave with our head held high, yeah. and if he decides to be a pain, then I'm going to enjoy meeting him at Rera. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, the, the, the property will be flawless, and um, I don't know any other way of doing things. Well, that's, and that's just the way it is, you know. Yes. There, there's being spiteful and all those things, but there's also one's own morality exactly and you know you're gonna have another group of tenants coming in there no we're not actually there's no one the the people who are going to move in didn't move in believe what happened oh no i thought i thought those people were ready to go they yes they were oh they were and they bought uh, the pergola from me and they bought the um uh, mashri beer and um, various other bits anyway and i didn't know anything about it until i sent them a message saying right okay guys we've just got um what 10 days to go now so um let's work on the coordination so i don't want you to be without d or etc etc and i can help you where i can and um the message was um didn't didn't the landlord let you know I was like, let me know what? We're not moving in. Why is oh, that? No. And they're like, the landlord has to sell now uh-huh. um, because of his own situation. And basically, it sounds like he just wouldn't proceed with the contract, even though it was signed. Wow. Yeah. So he bought, the landlord had to buy back all the stuff I'd sold to them. He refunded them and then asked me whether or not I wanted it at a discounted rate. <laughs> To which I said, well, thank you so much. It's really kind offer, but we've decided to go in another direction. Wow. So he can enjoy the stuff that we've put there. And um, the new place wouldn't fit it anyway, to be fair. It's it's a different setup entirely. What a a turn of events for your landlord in the sense that now this is probably not the best time to be selling property in this region. I think it's technically the worst time to be selling a property in this region. You know, I've never yeah. seen, I mean, house prices are just insanity, insanity uh, at the moment. They're so low because there's so many people that unfortunately have to sell, yeah. um, including him. So, you know, he, he is where he is. He's being realistic about it. So I'm sure he'll get it sold and somebody will get a stunning property without a doubt. But um, you and, it, and you don't think it would be better for him to hold on to that property, make the rental money, pay his mortgage, ride this out and a year or two down the line think, okay, maybe I'll sell or uh, just keep doing what I'm doing. That's a no brainer. However, there's some people who just 
you know, need money out. Yeah. And I don't know his personal circumstances. And, um, yeah. you know, he's got a decision to make there. But it wouldn't have been a decision to make unless you really needed to. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, so that's the old Wish him all the best. Yes. But the new property, Wednesday and Thursday, yeah. you're going to be living in that thing Thursday and Friday. You're full time there. Yeah, but the crazy thing is then, so that, what, 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 what? day is that? Because on the 4th, they start ripping out the kitchen. Um, the 4th so, is next week. So th- yeah, I think th- that's a week today. The, the 4th is eight days. The 4th right. is eight days from, from today. now. Yeah. Okay. So today um, we're on Monday. Yes, we are. Sorry, I'm, I haven't got my glasses on. I'm trying to look at my little Apple watch. So today we're on Monday. So it's next Tuesday. So by the time we move in, in effect, it's going to be late on Thursday. So we've got three three days, I guess, before uh-huh. we start ripping out that kitchen, which, which is going to take three to five days. Then um, immediately that the rip out is finished or on day five, the new kitchen will be or the kitchen units will then be installed. Um, however, it's only once the installation has occurred that the worktop people can come in and do their final measurements. All right, so let's 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 walk, rock right, back okay, for a second. So first of all, you've got multiple phases. So as yeah. and I, I think this becomes a really interesting thing to start thinking about because a lot of people are looking at their their own circumstance right now. They're in an apartment, they're in a villa, they're in you know a freestanding home, depending on where in the world you're listening to us. Yes. Keeping in mind, and this is an interesting stat, 68% of our listeners are in the UAE and the rest of them are somewhere else. Wow. In fact, we have a last look, 8% of our listeners are in France. Bonjour les Français. Oui, c'est super bien. Wow, look at us, multilingual and everything. Okay, so in which case, why don't I take it step by step then, which is the whole move in. Okay. Because we have compressed it to such a degree that literally I am going to be in there 10 minutes after Rick, who's doing the move from for them, from MacPack. Rick from MacPack is do, doing do you, their you, move. Look up on move. your phone here for a second. Well, how, do I, how does anyone, because we've been talking about Rick from MacPack oh, yeah. for years. Yeah. If someone's going MacPack, okay, and they're listening right now and they're, they're, they're stumbling for a pen, they've put the podcast on hold, they're rewinding it. How do we get in touch with Rick to get a quotation? Okay, a little bit of background on this. So yeah. I've worked with Rick, or actually no, Rick has moved, uh, and myself and my mother-in-law, brother-in-law, etc., five times um, so far oh. in Dubai. This is his sixth. Um, so six times in, you're happy with Rick. I'm utterly over the moon with Rick, to say the least. Every time, it's just perfect. Yeah. And he also um, does lots of moves for our customers as well. Very few people that I will point-blank recommend um, and my key guy I'll recommend absolutely yeah. for doing the locks and keys. Hamza, you rock. Um, Rick is about the only other one that I will recommend wholeheartedly. Um, and Rick at MacPack, if anyone needs him and they're in Dubai, uh, 055-946-9222. One more time. So, yeah, 055-946-9222. That's Rick from MacPack. Um, so he's literally going to be finishing at one o'clock and uh, one o'clock are tomorrow uh, with their move. At one o'clock on the dot, I have got the uh, painters coming in to do the initial works. Uh-huh. They're going to do an overnight for me, so a split shift on the really? girls. Yeah, we have to do it that way. So <laughs> he's going to do a split shift to literally do a 24-hour stint from one o'clock through to one o'clock uh, the next day with two different teams that are working at different times. Now, 
at one o'clock, or sorry, 8.30 in the morning on uh, Wednesday morning, Rick starts at our place and does everything except the kitchen and the bedrooms. Mm-hmm. By one o'clock, the uh, next, oh, sorry, at the same time tomorrow afternoon, as we have the painters in, we will be doing the clean on the, on the place because the, they just don't have the time on my time frame yeah. to be able to do that on the new place. And uh, at the same time as that's happening, we've got a uh, full AC service being done, the duct clean and the coil for my son's room, because that's the, the highest priority. And we'll try and do an assessment on everything else um, at the same time. So overnight, they've got the place to themselves. Next morning, we do the installation of the Ecobee smart thermostats for uh, two different locations, uh, as well as that on the 29th. Ah, yes. So also, I'm getting my own teams, actually, to paint the kids' bedrooms, so uh-huh. they'll be ready for the 30th. What uh, kind of paint are you using for that? I'm, I'm not messing about. I'm just using a, um, a straight um, Jotun Phenomastic interior. Okay. I really like Jotun, actually. Mm. It's it's really hard work. Good paint. Good stuff. Yeah, it is. But what I also like Good is... Good value, too, actually. They are. Well, they're a local brand, and there's so many good things about that, which is, um, first of all, uh, they're matte. Uh, The colours, there's a decent colour range, and you can go lighter Mm. to an infinite percentage. So you can go, say that you had a dark colour, and you went, I want that, 99% lighter than that. Their system will allow you to do that, which is quite, yeah, it's really cool. So we've got kind of various variations that are going on there. Also, their silk is, A, it's really good from an abrasion perspective, but also, surprisingly, it doesn't have that sheen oh, um, okay. to the same degree as most do. Yeah. So it's a really clever combination that they've got there. So we'll use silk just in the uh, the kitchen and also the um, breakfast room that's kind of attached to it because those are the high-volume areas that yeah. are going to get most of the kids and the dogs fun. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Um, so they're going to grab that bit. Uh, then what have I got after that? After that, we have, oh, there's a whole renovation that needs to happen on two fences that are falling oh, no. down. Oh, these are the wooden ones, right? Yes. That started off being aluminum yeah. at one point. Yeah. They took them all out, put wood in. Exactly. Now they're... But the dog could um, oh. could basically chew his way through the dodgy electrics that are the other side of that. Yeah, so electrician that. goes in on the 30th in the morning. So, so you got the paint guys, you're doing the first AC and coil cleaning on the sun's room. Yes. Uh, thermostats. Yep. And then you've got the fence guys in there. Yeah, and then we've got the, at the same time, curtains are going up. Okay. Um, and uh, probably pictures as well. Uh-huh. And we have So, got- so have, <clears throat> has Natalie already sort of done the walkthrough and said, okay, this is where I want this, this is where I want that? Or have, you know, how, how have you guys organized that side of things? Oh, we're supposed to organize that, are we? <laughs> <laughs> you, you want me to go in and just start I mean, let's uh, hypothetically no, James a, is going to come in and direct the guys you wait. know unless you've got a velvet burlesque that I can put over the headboard uh, and don't laugh I actually knew a guy who had a velvet burlesque really? over his headboard yeah oh that's a bit full on <laughs> he also um, drove a woody not oh, that well, he that's had cool a, yeah yeah he had a roadmaster a Buick roadmaster oh, yeah. that was wood panel I still want a Jeep Wagoneer, the Grand Wagoneer with the um, with the wood on the side. I love oh, those one day. Yeah. They were awesome. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually I'm just looking at my schedule now. <laughs> so um, I have got what else have I but got? But I'm still curious how you're deciding where the photos and pictures are going. Right. <laughs> I am going to basically I'm going to focus on um, sign off of the old property because yeah. um, that's the one that I'll come Friday needs to yeah. go back to the landlord. Natalie is then going to be stationed in the new property to work out all that kind of stuff. Okay. And the kids are going to be with Nana in Mira. That's right. the plan as it sits awesome. with the dog. Okay. The dog's the main issue, if I'm honest. Um, is he okay at her place? Is oh, he loves her okay, place. So he doesn't try to escape or anything. Oh, like no, no. He doesn't try to escape. He just tries to eat her entire <laughs> carpet. 
and once he finishes one, he'll happily go on to another. So, and he won't listen. He's so naughty, he really is. He'll listen to me because he knows I'm going to get really angry. But Nana just absolutely adores him, so she lets him get away with blue murder. So we'll have to try and get Nana to be in a, a bit of a worse mood than she normally is, just to stop him from doing it. Anyway, so yeah, I've got electric amends going on. Um, oh, for the kitchen as well. So that's going to be entertaining. So I've got to create, I haven't done it yet, but if you imagine, as soon as we move in there, I've got basically the AC unit stable. The follow-up work is going to need to be done within 48 hours just to get And you're going to be in the house at this point? Yes. Okay. Um, just to get that sorted out. I know that I've got some repairs that need new ceiling hatches and things like that. That's easy? Easy the ceiling yeah, hatches? Yeah, I'm not worried about that. That's fine. Um, but where the issue is going to be is if you imagine the kitchen and the breakfast room are all accessed through one door, which in effect mm. from the fourth is not going to be usable anymore. Right. So I need to create a temporary kitchen somewhere because it's actually going to be three and a half weeks before that is ready and ready to go again. That's a long time that you've got to put a portable kitchen in. Yeah, but I've got it all worked out. It's fine. <laughs> but Natalie's just not agreeing with the process, right? So the obvious thing to do is to pick hold up... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Walk back to me. What's the process she's not agreeing with here? <laughs> that you're going to set up the camp stove out on the back porch or in the garage or... No, no. What we're going to do is... Um, she is perfectly cool with the cooking method, which yeah, yeah. is going to be... She's just going to have um, a uh, the microwave as being the main kind of thing uh-huh. that she's got. I did offer her a gas option, but she thinks everything explodes. So on that basis, okay. she's, she's uh-huh. not up for it. I then offered her an electric option. Yeah. Um, I still haven't got to the bottom of why that's not suitable, but there you go. So uh, it's all there. Now, the logical way of doing this is to pick up a secondhand um, Ikea or something similar island. Yeah, yeah. Place it in the hallway yeah. uh, near the sockets and away we go. We're, we're pretty yeah. much, I've got to just make sure my load isn't too much, but it, it should yeah. be fine. Okay. For some reason, that's not acceptable, and I still haven't got any logic as to what's mm. required, but I know that I've got three days when she finally realises that that's a really good solution to find it, yeah. pick it up, get it in, and get it installed. So I'm a little bit worried about that, to be honest. That's my main issue right now. Um, so so I, I just want to recap for a second. So we've got all this moving stuff happening and all the, you know, the, the, the basic core things, which really, when you think about it, some painting, some AC work, yeah. fixing some hatch work, you know, doing the garage, uh, sorry, doing the fence, all of that stuff is coming together. But in the process of doing all this, you've got a kitchen that needs to be totally redone and you're going to be living on the premises at the same time. Yes, and I've got three sections of blown tiles where I can't get the replacement tile. Oh, oh. I can, but it's three centimetres smaller. As if. How ridiculous is that? <laughs> Unbelievable. Like, how is that possible? So, well, literally, the phone call came from the pension team. Oh, good news, we got your tile. I was like, great. I'm like, But surely you measured it wrong. It's 42 centimetres, not 45. I'm like, no, it's not. I've just rechecked it. It's definitely 45. Oh, came the, came the conversation <laughs> on the phone. I'm like, oh, how did... Why? I'm confused. So, but if you imagine, because we've got three blown areas of tiles and the removals guys are moving in, they're not going to be able to avoid that. So it's going to be much worse if it isn't already from the move out. Um, So we're going to have to solve that one way or the other. And I haven't got that worked out yet. So that's going to be later on when... Yeah. But so the the kitchen is the key thing right now because yeah and and you guys as anyone who's listened to this podcast and the, and the radio show I mean, you know we got to get Dan back on for one of these maybe I'm going to have to come to the shop and we're going to have to do one with 
Dan again. Just oh, a, good luck. A Dan follow up. He is very, very <laughs> anti talking about stuff. Bless I, know. Him. I know he is. It is quite a class. It was amazing that we, you know, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually go back just because I know that this is the case, and I'm gonna pull all of the shows we did at ARN, and I'm gonna repost them here. Great. Yeah. Yeah, we should do that. I, I can do that. Now, it, it, it was interesting with the kitchens because, yeah. uh, as you know, the previous um, the previous place that we'd looked at, we'd already done the kitchen. Well, that's design. it. And th- that was the whole thing where you'd gone to the Jebel Ali Ikea. You yeah. dealt. And, and I was I was actually I sat back when you when you said that. I said, really? Oh, man. You're, you're going to Ikea, which is not a bad thing because they've got all these stock kitchens that need some nipping and tucking, but they fit well and they look well. And that's what you're going with. Absolutely. I mean, if you imagine a kitchen, what I would ideally want is something that's been tested within yeah. an inch of its life. That's Ikea. Exactly. And I want something where if some if there is a problem, they're going to have stock. Yeah. Ikea. Now, if you imagine the majority of the bespoke type kitchen places here, what they actually do is they order in on an eight week um, cycle right. because it's heavy stuff. So it needs to come by boat. If for any reason any measurement is wrong or there's any remote change in anything that or just an error, yeah. it's eight weeks before you're going to get anything back again. Oh, man. And that is bespoke. It's going to cost yeah. you a fortune because you're going to have to freight it again. And it's just, for me, that's not what I want. And also, because we are renting, yeah. but we're renting on a long-term basis to make it worthwhile to do these, these yeah. kind of upgrades, um, you've got to be aware of just how much money you're spending on a place. Right. So it, it's worked out really, really well. I'm extremely happy with what, what, what's happened. So you got the IKEA kitchen. You're looking at a three-week kitchen, uninstall, reinstall. Well, no. Oh, okay. It's, it's sections. So oh, first of oh, all... sections. Yeah. So first of all, um, big shout out to Dina. Dina is the amazing designer who we used the first time around, and then we, there was nobody else we were going to. <laughs> so we sat there. It was three hours in the end this time. Three around. hours? Yeah, because it was more complex, and we oh. had an island there as well. Uh-huh. And also, she, because she knew I was buying it there and then, yeah. she wanted everything to be utterly immaculate. What, so, backing up for just a second, what yeah. is what are the dimensions of your new kitchen? What size of space are we looking at? It's about six and a half meters by about five. Okay, that's um, a big kitchen. So, well, it's not huge to be fair, um, but there's a there's an island in the middle of it as well. Okay. Um, and then... So it's all just cooking and food prep and you're not, you're not going to have a kitchen table in there. You can maybe sit around the island, but... So what we've done is on two sides of the island, there is a 30 centimeter overhang. Oh, okay. Um, so that way we can put six chairs in, um, which is, which is great. Um, and then we've also got like a cutout on one wall. Um, so that things like a toaster and coffee machine can mm. basically go in there. Tea in a machine. Location. That's another story. <laughs> and we will come on to the tea machine because um, it's amazing how many people have picked me up on this and we will talk about this in more detail. So we're going to have that separate area as well so that we yeah. can actually try and get ourselves separated when, okay. we're, when we're in the kitchen. Um, and I'm a terrible cook anyway, but, you know, I do what I'm told. So if it, it is empty the dishwasher, I'm going to empty the dishwasher whether or not you're cooking or not. There we go. So I'm just going to get on with it. So, um, so what basically happens is we've got five days of fit from IKEA to get all of the units in, but they've got a big long delay on their worktops, and we wanted oh. basically an engineer quartz worktop. And oh, nice! Yeah, well, they the earliest that they possibly could get the one that we were after was late October. So, mm. in the end, I kind of had a quick conversation with some of the boys that I know around about in fit out and trade. I said, "Oh no, no, no." You do not want to buy this from Ikea anyway. 
go and see my boy. <laughs> so off we trundled. I took um, I took Natalie along, and it was insane. We literally went into this warehouse, and in deepest, darkest Alcoos, there's this amazing manufacturing facility as part of it there yeah. and then. Walk into their little office, and there is probably a thousand different uh, work really? types, all of which they have in stock. Wow. So we then walk in, and Natalie and I both focus on this one worktop. And we're like, I like that one. I like that one. What? We both agree <laughs> of all these options. We both pick the same the same one. That's pretty amazing. I know, it's nuts because we argue about everything, you know? And all of a sudden You're like, agreeing. Complete agreement. Like not even a there was no waiver. There was no let's have a look at the other ones. It, no, we're like, exactly. it's that one. Anyway, so um we then we then you know, the lady just couldn't do enough to help us and um was explaining that, yep, yeah, good choice, you know, this one's all sealed, it's engineered. Mm. Also, it only comes in a thirty mil slab, which means um it's ideal for that um the overhang. If you go to Is this engineered quartz as well? Is this what you're looking at? Yeah, yeah. Actually um sile sile stone, there you go, okay. which is a type of engineered quartz. So um, with a, the 30 centimetre slab, it, it will work absolutely perfectly. They'll also do like the, um, not just the cutout for the uh, for the sink, and it needs to be understuck as well. Right, okay. And then also they're doing the uh, the kind of detail. So you get a, a, a draining board oh, as nice. part of the groove, groove work that wow. they put in. Yeah, which is wonderful. And you, if you want a really clean look, that's exactly uh, the way to go, in my mm. opinion. So really happy with that. Price is incredible. Um, so I'm really, really happy. And they can that. fit it all onto your Ikea exactly. design cabinetry. Yeah. We just hand over the design straight to them. Uh-huh. So now they need to come. So they're going to arrive. Um, so five days after, so the fourth we pull out, uh, the eighth they start fitting. So therefore it's the 13th. That, so five days later is the latest date that Ikea will be finished. Okay. So on that date in the afternoon, in fact, we've gone for the 12th in the afternoon. Okay, hold on a second, though. Let's let's back up. You've got to take out what's currently there. Are yes. you taking out tile work as well? Or, yes. Okay, so you're taking out cabinetry, tile work. You're yeah. literally gutting your kitchen. Yeah, and you know the ridiculous thing, no. which is as the partner <laughs> of a building maintenance company, Yeah. I should be able to get my boys to do it. Absolutely. But no, your guys are technicians. Well, they are. Not laborers. They I've, are. I've been listening to the podcast. Well, good. It's bizarre. You're technicians, not laborers. I know, but we could do that. Yeah. But the problem is we're too busy. <laughs> I couldn't get the time. Just couldn't. I looked at it and it just didn't make sense. So luckily. I've, what a great position to be in, isn't it? It is. I, it's lovely. But, it, but Natalie must also be going, um, this yeah. is what so, you do right so she then goes so what's your plan now and i was like i really don't have a plan i don't have a plan so i just told her it was all under control and then i went on my phone to try and find right okay go through the go through the black book who can do this for me and wonderful that i found a really good um really good outfit that we've worked with for a decade and bless them they're doing me a favor and they'll, they'll pull it out so um, they start, they, they need five days for that pullout, um, including all the tiles. So that's going to come off. That's a, that's a serious amount of time. I mean, yeah. that's that's a lot of stuff too. I mean, we got cabinets coming out. Yeah, I've got electric moves as well. Electric more, moves. More electrics to oh, go man. into it. Um, but that's my boys will do that. Okay. Um, and then come the 8th, they will then be starting on the, uh, the install, which is three to five days. Um, and then at the end and of any, I mean, you looked around, this is your, what you do, anything that you've seen that you think might be problematic at this point? Yes. The, okay. um, <laughs> the, the big problem is the, uh, the current kitchen Island that's there, yeah. um, has got the, 
are the feeds for both the um, the water supply, waste, and electrics, um, which come out of the floor. But I can't see clearly, and I haven't actually pulled one of these before, yeah. so I can't see clearly on the exact location. If it is where the current um, units are, then everything's fine. If right. it is offset, I might have a problem here. Mm. But I haven't got a solution for it. I mean, it's, just, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fly by the seat of your pants and we'll, we'll have a look at it once everything's ripped out and see where we go. Um, but, you know, IKEA are kind of used to this and yeah. I'll have boys on standby in case I need enough plumbers to come and, um, and redo it. And also because if you imagine it's quite a big area with the, uh, where the cupboards are going to be for that island, yeah. if I actually need to start digging into the floor to move uh, these things, I can actually do it. I think I'll be all right. So, mm. mind you, the problem is I can't get those tiles, remember, because they're yeah, 45 so, centimetres. So what kind of tiles are you using in the kitchen? Well, no, I'm going to stick with the originals as things sit right now. Uh-huh. Um, and then after that, um, it's going to be a case of whether or not we decide to um, put a laminate down at a later date. Um, but uh-huh. the hope is, to, uh, for downstairs at least, that we would survive with the tiles that are there. So it's a bit risky. So here's, here's a funny one, and this is, this is kind of interesting. So my father-in-law was a tile guy. Yes, he, he was. I remember. He, you know, it was. Uh, you know, and, and this was what he did. You know, yeah. And and you know, terrazzos, marble. He had. Wow. I wish I had the photos of this. He had this marble saw in his shop, that was you know this great Italian guy, all on wood runners. Oh, it was a wow. wet. It was a wet saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And awesome. the the measuring pieces were all blocks Ugh. that he would put. You know, and, yeah, yeah. and so the funniest thing, and the company was called Art Tile. And so anyone from Montreal back in the, you know, the, the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s would have known Art Tile. If you were getting, and, and he, he even said, he says, look, I don't do cheap work. Yeah. So if you're looking for something that's economy and cost effective, you're coming to the wrong guy because yeah. that's not the work I do. Autism. I do high end. Yeah. And that's what he did. And, he, and it was perfection. Like oh, this guy lovely. was incredible. His kitchen at his own home, no t- it didn't have a tile floor. Wow. Because he said, are you kidding? Tile is hard on your feet. Yeah. You're going to be in the kitchen. You're going to be standing at the stove and you don't want to have tile because that's where you, so he had linoleum floors in his kitchen. Is that, the rest of the house was, you know, beautiful slate flooring yeah. and the tile was, you know, incredible. As I said, the Trazo steps that he had put in himself and wow. poured the Trazo and polished it. Beautiful kitchen linoleum. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is a classic. I'm not, I'm not sure these days that lino really is the, uh, yeah, the ideal I material. I think it's hard to sell that now. But, yeah, but it's kind it? of the wood floorings too. I mean, that's... Are you thinking about doing some wood flooring in your place? Kind of like Dan? Oh, not like Dan's. Dan's is amazing. His was a full car setup. And my goodness, it looks stunning. But that's a solid wood floor, which yeah. Dan owns his place. So yeah, it makes okay. total sense for him. But we need something a bit more cost effective okay. because theoretically in four years... Um, that would be us done. So we need so, to have that payback over right. that period. So I want to back up a second. So you are not replacing the tile in the kitchen. Uh, mm, see, because <laughs> I'm, think, I'm just thinking here is like you're going to be tearing everything out. If there's a time to redo kitchen tile, that's the time to do it. I get you. What I won't be doing is replacing it with tile. So right. that's quite uh, okay. clear. Yeah, so okay. the idea being that if we do need to replace it, then we would be able to do that post-kitchen install is the kind of logic that we're at. Natalie's okay with that? There's a lot. Natalie's not okay with anything. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like she hasn't said to you, but we're doing the work right now. Why wouldn't we just do it instead of having another, like we're talking three weeks of, you know, inconvenience. Then if you decide you want to do, you know, different coverings, floor coverings and that, that's going to be another week of inconvenience at another date. Yeah, I do I, see your logic. I, I'm just same. thinking of self-preservation for yourself, my friend. Yeah, I'm not thinking. Oh, I'm, I'm stuffed no matter what I do, James, here. You know, the classic the classic one is Natalie has been insistent that we're moving anywhere. We will get in a new kitchen. Okay, yeah. my dear. Yeah. New kitchen it is. Now the idea of being three and a half weeks without a kitchen, she's now asking me, why have you decided to change the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> it's a catch-22. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Do you know, I would be perfectly happy in a little one-bed with all of us, you know? Absolutely yeah. happy. A one-bed apartment, all sleeping together. Yeah. I'm remarkably relaxed. Stayed in a place once in Sri Lanka that, uh, the, the family of four, we got the room for the family of four, and it was one giant bed nice. for a family of four. I mean, I've never seen a bed so large in my life. It was like two king-size beds, and I thought, oh, no, they're just pushed together. Nope. It was one giant bed. I'd love that. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Just man. four people sleeping side yeah, by yeah. side. Right. <laughs> you know, we, uh, most evenings now, we kind of uh, have our last um, kind of hour of relaxation with the kids yeah. um, up in our room watching something that we're all going to enjoy, but talking about it at the yeah. same time. And um, it's, it's just quality time. It's lovely. And it, um, I know, think that's really one, precious. Well, and that's one of the things I've been watching some some shows that are you know 800 AD is is the date where they're set and they're all in the it's all the UK Last Kingdom is this one show I'm watching and it's funny because you're in all these villages and stuff and whatever but the sleeping arrangements are everyone is together and I'm kind of thinking when did we go from being families where we're all sitting together enjoying stuff to being families where we all have our own space and we actually segregate ourselves and I thought oh that's kind of See, it's interesting because we've got um, Dylan, who's now eight, and Ruby, who's five. And Dylan has started to do that now. So oh, we, okay. we always have lived in each other's pockets. It's how we, yeah. how we like to be. But Dylan's now kind of heading off in different directions and yeah. sometimes in his room and sometimes in, you know, the, the, the main front room where we're normally in the breakfast room with, yeah. the, uh, with the kitchen area. And um, I know it's part of that kind of teenage move. Right, right. But I don't like it. I yeah. really don't like it. I love having the time together and yeah. being in proximity to each other. Even when we're doing our own things, it's that proximity that's just wonderful. Yeah. So uh, I, I know it'll, it's it'll coming. All, it'll all work out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, but it's it's an odd one, isn't it? Yeah, that it move? is. It is. But okay, so back to the kitchen. <laughs> right. Now there's three. So this is where I'm, I'm trying to work this out in my yeah, head. Three phases. Three phases, but it's a three week deal. Pulling Actually, the kitchen. Four, four, four phases. <laughs> I've just realized another one. So part one. Pull out old kitchen. How long do you figure that's going to take? Five days. Five days. That's a long time. Yeah. Maybe three days, but you've got to allow for five. Yeah. Okay. So install three to five days as well. Okay. Okay. Then we, at the time of um, the units have been installed, then um, the worktop guys need to come back yeah. and remeasure everything, make sure they're totally comfortable. Okay. Then somewhere around a week to 10 days before they come back to install. Hmm. Should be a one day install for them. Yeah. At that stage, we finally get to tile. Okay, okay. bought the tiles. Uh-huh. That was an interesting experience. <laughs> so reached out to the boys, yeah. and they said, "Go see my guy." Go see my guy. <laughs> of course, everyone's got their guy, which yeah. is good. Which is good. So off we went to Dera. Okay, uh-huh. amazing showroom. They have this. I, I didn't. I'd never seen this before. They have these um, rolls of 
so 10 screens yeah. that come out on buttons. So you uh-huh. press the button, and the idea is you get all the screens out, and then one by one you close them so that you get 10 at a time. Yeah. And all the way around this amazing showroom, you had all these buttons, and I, I was just blown away by just the, the technology rather than the actual tiles. But that actually was the issue, because the only tile that um, that both of us actually particularly liked was a, a solid marble um, uh, that had been uh, laser etched to oh. get the design into nice. it. Nice. Well, yeah, I know, but then <laughs> you wanted well, 650 a square metre for it. I'm like, oh. you must be kidding. <laughs> you know, normal normal tiles to give you an idea, anywhere between kind of 50 and yeah. you, know, you can get to kind of the 120 kind of yeah, yeah. That's, that's where you need to be. So we both came out of here thinking, you know what? But you really liked it. We really like it, but there must be another option. So. I said, okay, if you're feeling brave, I'll take you to Dragon Mart. <laughs> okay. And Natalie said, okay, let's go. Yes. Okay. But she's unlike her because she hates Dragon Mart with a passion. I, I figured that. Yeah, yeah. So I've never met Natalie, but through all of the conversations like we've you had, know her, don't you? I, I do. I feel like, yeah. you know. <laughs> wow. She is very I'm, I'm really nervous the day I meet her and I go, so you're Natalie. And I'm just figuring that that would be the wrong thing to say because <laughs> I would be toast right from the beginning. Ooh, welcome to my world. This is how we roll toasted permanently. So we went, we went there and I'd already been four days before and said to her, look, because she gave me a really clear brief, which was lovely. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so I said, I'm really sorry, but there is nothing that matches your brief in Dragon Mart. I've checked. Did you use those exact words? Pretty much. (laughs) There we go. No wonder you're, you know, you're always in the doghouse. (laughs) So, um, she was like, I should have gone with you. I'm like, well, no, if you're going to stick to your brief, then you shouldn't have gone with me because they're not there. I know they're not there. And she's like, well, let's just go and have a look. So bless her. We, we got in there. I said, look, the best shops are on this strip here. So off we went, and second second shop, we literally just hit gold of a completely different really? tile to the brief. I really, mean, literally nothing like it was quite close to the the um, the crazy crazy one in, um, uh, that we'd seen. The six hundred and fifty Durham yeah, etched yeah. marble. Yeah. yeah. So what we've got is a a solid marble tile. Uh-huh. Um, which has been laser cut in a different design that I think is much more classic and um, white needs to be sealed, but they have the sealer there as well, paying 110 a square metre. Wow. 24 hours for delivery yeah. and easy as could be. I'd literally. Wow. Now, there was one error, which was I had done the calculation for the square meterage. I'd done the, the, it perfect. I got it absolutely right until... I remember exactly what happened, which was, I'm just literally doing the total on my phone, and then Natalie shouts in the front room, can you get the kids some apple juice? Okay? So obviously, I stop mid-calculation to go and get the apple juice. Yeah. Okay? And in the process, I messed up the calculation and missed off two square metres. Oh, no. Right. I'd allowed a 30% wastage rate anyway, so I thought I was fine. And you know what? I would have been, apart from a strip that's about 15 <laughs> centimetres wide. At eye level. <laughs> and you know, in this situation, I'm just not going to sleep on that scenario. Yeah. So, quick call back to the showroom. I'm going to be there in 45 minutes. Are you there? Yes. When is When are we supposed to be getting the delivery tomorrow morning? If I had two square metres, can you do it? Yes. Great. Down I went. 20 minutes later, in Dragon Mart, same shop, same lady, pay the extra cash, and would you believe it, 8.15 the next morning, everything arrives absolutely perfectly. Wow. Yeah, I know. So it only has to be sealed, though. 
Yeah, so ceiling is standard on marble. Any marble okay. um, um, surface needs to be done. And, um, you know, they got the sealer. It, was, it wasn't yeah. expensive, so we'll okay. just need to get it sealed at the end of it all. But a nice grey grout. It's just plain, wow. plain white. So really, Dragon really Mart, happy with Dragon it. Dragon Mart pulled through. Yes, it did. But the, the, the classic was the gentleman in, um, uh, in the, the spanky uh, tile shop let rip an absolute classic, which was... Um, <laughs> Usually when someone says they let rip, that's usually not having anything to do with a product. That's anyway, but it was, okay. sl- it was slightly, it was slightly <laughs> his own downfall here, which was, he said, um, we asked, he was showing us stuff from um, Europe and then from um, China and yeah. then from Brazil. And we said, look, in terms of quality, what's the difference? And he said, well, they all work off pretty much the same raw material. So it all boils <laughs> down to um, the, the design. Yeah. And I was like, well, that, that's interesting. So you're that's saying very they're, interesting. Not, they're not harder wearing elsewhere. It's like, no, absolutely not. It's just design because some of the designs out of China are, are just not that suited to the yeah. Western taste. Yeah. But so, they're all, they're all using, so the Chinese stuff and the Italian stuff, same raw por- material. Porcelain tile on the whole for porcelain yeah. and then marble. In effect, it's the same marble wherever you get it in the world. Yeah. It just needs to be sealed. It's the same stuff. So it's just how they're, how they're cutting it and now what, they're... What that basically told me was if we went to Dragonmore we found something that we liked, we can quite confidently go and purchase that um, yeah. you know and be confident that it's going to do the job so that guy should have bit his tongue as soon as those exactly. words started coming out yeah, of his yeah, mouth yeah. so at that point I was kind of confident that if for any reason Natalie did find something that she liked at Dragon Mart yeah. that we would all be uh, all be well and good uh-huh. as it's worked out uh-huh. so all we've got to do now is lay it. Now, I've got Jared, who's um, actually a dear a friend as well as being a, um, a work guy who does um, a lot of our painting. When For us, again, because our, our boys are mainly technicians, yeah. when it comes to full, larger property painting, we would normally sub it to Jared because he's, he can bring in a team of six or ten and get it done just much more uh, time efficiently than oh, we nice. can. And he's very, very good at what he does. But he's also the uh, about, oh, must be about nine months ago, that the original um tile that i'd used on the uh, the outdoor fountain at yeah, yeah. our place um oh, hold on, you got an outdoor fountain how, yeah, how, how did yeah. i miss the outdoor fountain well, and all yeah, the times we've been talking about your yard oh, the fountain bizarre. never came up bizarre <laughs> well <laughs> where where was the fountain the fountain is is kind of it's it's quite close to the house actually but it was there when we uh, when ah. we moved in but it was terrible okay. so at the time for some reason natalie and i thought that mother of pearl would be a great idea for oh. it. and it sparkled yeah. beautifully yeah, yeah. it's absolutely stunning underwater but the problem is it delaminates. It's a natural material, yeah. so it yeah. delaminates. So three and a half years later, it delaminated beyond belief. And I thought, you know what? I got the landlord to pay for that when we moved in because it was such a state originally. And I know fully well he's going to tax me for this. So I'll get it redone. So I just happened to have Jared doing a bit of painting somewhere or other at the time. And um, I said, look at this, Jared. It's a state. Do you know a tiling? He's like, we do tiling. <laughs> like, no, you don't, Jared. You're a painter, don't you? Say, we do tiling. And I will show you by doing this for you free of charge. I bet you're a great tiler, Jared. I like the sound of that. Anyway, it only goes and turns out that he is. His boys are brilliant at tiling. Wow. Couldn't believe it. So um, he did that one for me. Bless yeah. him, free of charge. Thank you very much, Jared. But this time round, I'm giving him his next challenge, which is going to be design marble, which needs to be cut yeah. and it's decent thickness, oh, solid man. marble. And um, That's it, serious stuff, though. Yeah, well, I didn't tell him at the time when he agreed that he would do the tiling for the kitchen, because he's doing the painting, obviously, of the house as well. I didn't tell him really that it was marble. I just told him it was a design tile. So what I thought was, if I get him committed first, 
and then basically you can work out how he's going to do it. I've actually got a method in my mind of how you can do well, it. And, and just cutting, if he's going to do any cutting, that's... Yeah, well, the cutting, the problem is, actually, because it's on a backing, yeah. um, the, uh, oh, the design okay. of marble, yeah. um, because it's on a, on a backing, it's going to be really difficult to cut. Mm. So what I thought was, if you had um, like a, an under... Um, an under section of 22 mil MDF yeah. and then uh, just cut a strip um, oh, okay. off yeah, it yeah. for the top section yeah. and then just use clamps. Okay. So clamp it, it so that, that way, and then yeah. all he's going to use is an angle grinder that goes down um, the line, then it should create the stability that he needs to be able to get it to work. So fingers crossed, it's not going to be um, the end of the world to be able to get that done. Um, but uh, I'm just showing you, actually, the, oh, the style of it now. That's beautiful. Thank you. That's yeah, very kind. Yeah. Um, but uh, it also needs to be grey grouted because okay. otherwise it's, yeah. you, you can lack any kind yeah. of definition in it. Yeah. So um, basically he's, he has got one heck of a job on his hands. Mm. But the good news for me is that um, he's also going to be painting. He doesn't know that. But he's going to be painting the kitchen area at the same time as so what's, well. So tile on the floor, tile on the walls or just paint on the walls? Uh, well, that tile is that's a wall tile. Yeah. So where is he, where yeah. is he painting ceiling? So and he's going to be painting ceiling and then obviously around that because there's okay. the areas that are not um, yeah. uh, near the um, near the units is is, is yeah. obviously going to be um, painted as well. And also it kind of runs into the breakfast area that's going yeah. to be painted too. But now you've got me thinking about flooring, and that's not good. I, yeah, I think you're right, and I'm going to have to resolve that in quite I quickly. Think that flooring needs to be done. You know, right after they've done the install and all that sort of stuff, get that flooring done because otherwise, because you're guaranteed something's going to fall, something's going to drop, something's going to chip, and then you're going to have this beautiful cabinetry, the beautiful island, that beautiful, you know, tile, the etched marble, and then Natalie's going to look at the floor and she's going to say, this looks terrible. And, you know, all of a sudden... It's all this 14-year-old tower, right, on the floor? Yeah, 15, yeah. yeah. But this is going to go from our decision to my decision again, isn't it? Yeah. I can see where this is going. Mm. Yeah, okay, mm. floor world, here I come. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. I missed that one. Okay, yeah. well, I can resolve it. It's going to be just fine. James, assuming that they've got, like, a millisecond lead time on all that stuff. <laughs> oh, man. It is. It's, I mean, it's, it's lovely. I do love projects like this, yeah. and I absolutely thrive on it. It's, and it's the timing, like, as you said. Yeah. So you've got... From the time you start, you've built in some wiggle room, and then it's going to be that grand unveiling. Yeah, I mean, well, three weeks. If you if you imagine, so we've then got when the worktops go in, it's only at that point that Jared can tile. Yeah, and he's going to have a nightmare with that. I don't think it's less than three days to get that area done. It's only six square meters. Yeah, but still, he's got to line exactly. things up. He's got to make the seams perfect. Yeah. and the grouting and yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it's a big old it's, job. It's a big job. Um. And so, but I've actually, it should give me a nice little window to be able to get a floor down. Um, Which he could probably do though, right? That's Jared's stuff. He's a top uh, No, I would, I would, I would try and get the, whoever it is who's supplying to also okay. fit. That way, um, you know, you'd be amazed when you start using different contractors, uh, okay. um, then you will find that the contractor will either blame the materials if it hasn't been bought separately <laughs> or the other way around. Ah, uh, Okay. So, so where you can, I, I like to fit. Uh, tiles are different because, in effect, you know, you, yeah. you're done when you buy when you buy them. So, um, but for flooring, yeah, I would try and get them, them to fit it. I think. So, what, what do you think Natalie would like on the floor? Just a, another form of tile, or no? I uh, think I think we'll go with something a little bit softer. You know, yeah. your um, your uh, mother-in-law there. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. But the problem, yeah. Uh-huh. But then the dogs, the dogs, insane. Yeah, that's the problem. He's going to be scratching, and you know, he he gets a little sense that he can get a tooth under something, and he's tore up your floor. 
Again. <laughs> Again. I've got the shelves to redo for the third time before we move out. Oh, no. Came back yesterday having had a lovely meal at Maison Mathis. And um, he, yeah, he'd had a little chew. Oh. The thing is, he'd forgotten that he doesn't like it. <laughs> so he chewed the first one after the repair was done. Yeah. And uh, it was. Uh, we thought, oh, great. Well, it's quite clear that he didn't do his normal job on it. He took yeah. one bite and went, that's horrible. But that was about a month ago. He's obviously forgotten. Because well, he had another this, chew on another one. try like, again. No, yeah, I don't like this. At least do it on the same <laughs> one, so we're only repairing one. So, uh, yes. You had a big job? The, the no, well, no, as it turns out, I've got um, one of my guys. In fact, he's my, one of my lead DIY guys. He's excellent at this kind of work. Okay. So, um, bless him, he did an amazing job of it. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I've warned him there's another touch-up to do, but now there's two. So uh, tomorrow morning he will start on that, but I've, I've literally just booked him out for three days. And there we go. Just, just work with me right the way through. I need your help. So we'll, we'll see how we go. There we go. Well, you know what? I think we're going to wrap this show, but this has been a pretty comprehensive look at getting the kitchen I the think kitchen, kitchen show it's the it? kitchen show and we, we still have the follow-ups because this is really the this is how we hope it's going to work so when we come back and and i and i you know i imagine over the next you know month we'll have varying intervals of okay this is what's going on this week and this is the hitch that we we haven't even started on outdoor yet oh. outdoor we've got worked out pretty much uh-huh. apart from pavers and it's a massive job it'll make the kitchen look look minuscule Really? uh, That's going to be fantastic. It's going to be fun, actually. I'm looking forward to that one, but I'm going to try and run that at the same time as the kind of latter stages of the kitchen. Ah. Um, So that one is going to be epic. Now, how's the pool filter, by the way? Because I know you got a pool. Have you had to take a look at that? Because often those, I've seen a lot of pool filters recently being swapped out around us because I see the old filters lying. The whole, you know, a lot of them are just using those big old sand filters. Yep. And I guess they're just old. Yeah, the gear's, no, the gear's great. Um, It's been looked after by um, Grosvenor Pools, who have a decent outfit here. Interesting enough, I'm not continuing with them. There's a little man who, um, my next door neighbour has, um, he's used everybody. Uh And uh, Nad just said, go to my little man. (laughs) Go to your pool guy. Yeah, he's around the corner. Um, But it's all astral gear as well. So it's it's top quality. Um, uh, The electrics there are appalling though. So that's all going to have to get redone. The exterior electrics for safety's sake. Um, But no, fingers crossed. We should be all right. Oh man. What a great show. This has been a lot of fun. As always, here we are talking DIY with Colin Thomas from We Will Fix It Essential Maintenance Dubai. We're going to do it all again real soon. You want to get in touch with us, podaholics with a K at gmail.com. Across the socials, podaholics with a K. We're coming to you from the Rove Podcast Studio in the Rove Downtown. We'll be back very shortly to give you an update on this, that, and the other thing. And hey, we'll talk DIY as well. So <laughs> if, you want to, if you want to send us a question, fire it through, podaholics with a K at gmail.com. You're listening to us on Podaholics. I don't know what you're using, whatever that stream is. Give us a rating. Give us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll be doing it all again real soon. This is the We Will Fix It podcast. <laughs>